Welcome back to Audience, a Castos original experience, broadcasting from the center of your audio universe, where Tweet 100 podcasters find their home at castos.com. Press play right here in your podcast player every week. It's like a cheat sheet for marketing, monetizing, and growing your podcast. So good, you'll want to share castos.com slash audience with your closest friends. Okay, Audience starts now. There's 92 podcast marketing tips after this. You read that title right. You heard that title right. There's 92 marketing tips after you finish today's audience episode. On a personal note, I recently completed a Twitter challenge over the last 100 days. It's called hashtag tweet 100. It's still going if you want to force yourself to tweet something every day. There's something about a forced art I'm not a fan of, but I'll reserve those thoughts for another day. It was fun while it lasted. The program did lead me to today's focused guest, Lauren Passell, founder of Tink Media, podcast, the newsletter, and editor at Hark Audio. She based her Twitter challenge around sharing 100 podcast marketing tips, and I'm here to steal some of that thunder, but also urge you to check out the rest of the tweet thread she put out. At the time of this recording, she was almost finished with 94 tweets, and by the time you hear this, she should have crossed the century mark. Congratulations, Lauren. It was difficult to filter down to just the eight I've chosen today. Lauren shared so many valuable points, I found myself constantly replacing one with another and then another. So click the link in the show notes. Remember, there's 92 more of these gems. Give her a follow and hop on her newsletter. Even after a decade in the space, I learned a ton from what she had to share. Okay, let's get into my top eight tweets from Lauren. Tip number one, be specific when asking for reviews. When podcasters tell listeners to rate and review on Apple, those instructions are often lost in translation. Clarifying that call to action may help you keep the credit you've earned. The ever-important call to action. Uh, yeah, this is where either podcasters have no call to action, eventually leading to the big old question mark if podcasting is even working for them. Did you reach that goal? No. What was your call to action in every episode? The what now? The call to action, let's have one, a clear one, that leads to a successful podcast, whatever success is to you. Tip number two, switch up your content, it's newsworthy. In this tweet, Lauren cites the at the City of Women Twitter account is running a series of beautiful minis. She says, you'll also catch a new batch of listeners who enjoy the different kind of content. While all of the advice points in the direction of creating content your audience will love and find value from, it's still your art. And personally, I think that's why I'm so drawn to podcasting. Good news is you don't have to lock yourself into a box once you start building that audience. Better yet, if you aren't building an audience, maybe it's time to switch it up, as Lauren suggests. There are no rules. Create a miniseries, change the format, cover a whole new topic. It's your podcast, after all. Tip number three. If you are pitching yourself to be a guest on another show, a good pitch letter takes 15 to 20 minutes. I know. Listen to the show. Research the host. Check grammar in the note, check the tone, invest in the step of the process. I can't tell you how many podcast pitch emails I delete every week. People complain about the energy Bitcoin takes up, but I think the energy I've spent deleting, I quote, my Fortune 5000 boss, who's not really my boss, highlighted in these no-name magazines, would love to be on your show, end quote, would power a whole nation state. Hit the delete button, spend time listening, researching, and crafting your pitch, dare I say, care more? Tip number four, when you're thinking of shows to work with, don't just look at how big the show is. Look at how engaged they are with their audience, via their content, social media presence, reviews, etc. Piggybacking off of the last tip, reaching for the numbers doesn't always pan out for you. 
I want to talk to guests that engage with others. That's how I know I'll get someone that helps tell a great story. I don't want the talking head promoting her product, but the guest that cares about our conversation and the conversation with their own audience. It's how you'll set up a win-win-win for everyone. Tip number five. Everyone wants a silver bullet, but there is none. Think about those mailers you receive about your neighborhood dentist. You ignore them until you need a dentist. Be consistent. Repeat. Be consistent. Repeat. Be consistent. You guessed it. Repeat. Probably my favorite tip of the bunch, but also the most difficult to wrangle. I'm so guilty of switching gears far too often. Which now that I think about it, maybe that's my consistent superpower on repeat. I don't know. You have to hone in on your superpower, your value prop, your call to action, your goods. If you're doing a lot of podcast guest spots, this is crucial. Like Lauren's example of the bad dentist advertisement. Everyone's sick of hearing about it until they need a root canal. Tip number six, beef up your show notes. It's beneficial for your listeners and people who want to write about your show like her and will help your show's SEO. Include resources you mentioned, additional resources, guest info, time codes, call to actions, a great quote, etc. This, a thousand times, this. I was just listening to one of my favorite podcasts the other day, and the guest mentioned a website I wanted to check out. I was driving, so, you know, laws and all this stuff, until I parked the car and went to find the link. Sadly, not only was there no link, there was, no, there was only two sentences for the show notes. Useless. We're not asking for thousands of words on every episode, but give us something valuable to click through. Tip number seven, put a media kit on your site for advertisers and writers. It can include the about section, contact social channels, stats, link, press releases, assets, mission statement, sponsorship guidelines. Be creative about it. Make it fun to read. I personally love media kits. It really separates you from the rest of the podcasters who might be looking to land the same guests or be on the same high profile shows. And did you know that 9 out of 10 listeners right now won't start a media kit even after hearing this? Well, I really don't know if that's true or not, but it, it does sound good and it is probably true at the end of the day. Creating a media kit is actually easy. It's the good data and sweet copywriting that might be difficult, however. Fret not, I do have a YouTube video, which I'll link in the show notes, on how I created a media kit for free using Canva and their really awesome templates. Uh, your job, though, will be to fill in the rest of the content. I can't help there. On to tip number eight. Don't shoot the messenger, but you should spend just as much time marketing your podcast as you do making it. Saving the best for last, of course, promote, promote, promote. As the director of podcast or success here at Castos, when somebody comes to me with a new show idea, I'll always ask them how much time they have to devote to a podcast or a series of episodes per month. I'll promptly follow up with how much time do you have to dedicate to marketing and promotion, which usually is just met with a deer in the headlights blank stare. Cut your production expectations in half and divert the other half of energy to finding people to listen to your show, have a conversation, get some feedback, and find your dedicated followers as soon as possible. That's it for today's episode. As I mentioned, you can go and click in the show notes to find Lauren's original tweet. By the time you hear this, all 100 tips We'll be there, and there's just a ton. You're, you're, you'll probably spend a good hour, like I did, combing through them, finding the ones that really work for you. Give it a retweet. Check out Lauren's work. Hop on our email newsletter. Again, that will also be linked in those ever-important show notes. Hey, listener, with the holidays right around the corner, I have a little special treat for you. Lauren joins us right now to give you a bonus tip 
that goes beyond her 100 tweets. Hi, um, I just want to thank Matt for rounding up some of my tweets for my Tweet 100 campaign. What pulls all these tips together is they're all completely about community and finding your people and figuring out creative ways to work with those people. You could spend money on ads, but building a good network of fellow podcasters and keeping a healthy relationship with those people is the best advice I can give. And my favorite tip is actually about identifying your collateral. And I'm working on a podcast called How to Do the Pot, and it's about a cannabis podcast for women. The host, Ellen, every week she uh, publishes a well-produced episode about cannabis, but then in addition, she releases a special bonus episode called The First Time I Bought Legal Weed. And all that is, is a voice memo, five minutes or so, from someone else in her community, a friend, another podcaster, telling about the first time that they bought legal weed. First of all, it's great content. It gets just as many downloads as the rest of her content. Also, there were a lot of people that she would have loved to interview on the show, but she just didn't have space in her calendar. So she's letting them onto her show. And when I go out to other podcasts and ask them to have Ellen on their podcast, I can offer them something in return. So this feature, this, the first time I bought legal weed is her collateral. What is your version of this? Uh, it's, it's a great piece of content. It's, and it's also a built in way to work with other shows. Thinking about making your show more marketable and thinking about marketing and weaving it into your content to me is a whole new way to think about making a podcast. Remember, there isn't a silver bullet. It's what works is being consistent and just try everything. Think out of the box and then stick with the things that feel good to you and make a difference. And thank you so much. I hope to see you on Twitter. I'm at Lauren Passell and I have a newsletter called Podcast the Newsletter and another newsletter called Podcast Marketing Magic. And feel free to say hi. Um, Thanks for listening. Hey there, listener. It's Matt. Before you go, I want to offer you, the aspiring podcaster, two special items. Number one. If you haven't started a podcast yet or you want to find a better podcast hosting company, start here at Castos. Use our coupon code AUDIENCE20, that's AUDIENCE20, when you sign up for a new account at castos.com. Start a podcast like the one you just heard or about gluten-free muffins, whatever it is, will help you get your podcast out into the world. Number two, did you know that our academy is free? Enroll today for free at academy.castos.com. Get access to our courses, videos, and templates, all for free. Thanks for listening to the Audience Podcast today. We hope we're helping you become a better podcaster. All that's left for you to do is share this episode on social media. Bye for now.